Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are back. We survived. We we got back. I know. I don't know about you guys. I know it was crazier for you, Skin, because uh, the airline lost your suitcase. So at like 2.30 in the morning, they're trying to find your suitcase. That's a tough break. Uh, but they've located it. And I expect to get my belongings back before tomorrow. I think I fell asleep around 3.30 a.m. last night. What about you? Um, I think it's probably somewhere between 3.30 and 4. Yeah. When I was actually, I, I mean, dude, I, I went home and uh, my kids actually waited up for me, which means that we're so ready to go back to school next week on three hours of sleep every night. Um, but my kids actually waited up for me, which was awesome. And then I uh, spent about 15 minutes, ice in my back, and then, dude, I was out like a light. Your kids were up till 4? Which, so that's basically pretty summertime. Um, <laughs> in fact, uh, we've established it's become so out of control at our house. Uh, my son was bitching uh, when he was told to go to bed at Oh, 3:30. wow. It's like, what? I mean, SpongeBob reruns are on. Right. What do you mean go to bed? It's summer. Yeah. KT, what about you? What time? It, by the way, let us... Tip our caps to the great Kevin KT Turner producing our show today because despite uh, almost uh, insurmountable uh, travel adversity or what have you, just trying to get back to DFW and get back on the air in Mansfield today, yep, yep. you managed to produce a hell of a show. I don't think you slept at all. Well, it's all about execution now. We've got it laid out. Now we got to execute it. Okay, Garrett. I, I was probably in bed by 3.15. Okay. Um, but I got home and there was a slip on my apartment door. I kind of live in a shady place. And it said, uh, hey, there's been a, since you've been gone, there's been a, a lot of uh, robberies where about uh, where two men in their 20s have been getting people around 2 to 3 a.m. Oh, dear. 2, 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. out of their car, and they're holding people up at gunpoint. Oh, As you no. read this on your doorstep at 2 a.m., I'm like, reading the note that you're in the prime time to get jacked. With my yeah. luggage, so I'm also out outside of my apartment. <laughs> distracted and reading it. You've brought all your best things outside the house. Uh, delivery to the to the burglars. Uh, so. I, I want to I say this super quick about uh, losing my luggage. I'm, I'm very excited to have it back, but I was sitting there going, man, packing for two weeks, you're going to take all your favorite clothes. Yeah. Because you're gone for two weeks. And I was sitting there going, oh, crap, man. I got to go replace all that. I just assumed it was jacked. So uh, that is a weird that – w- that was the moment where I officially realized – we were gone for two whole weeks oh because God. I packed everything that I would need for two weeks. And I'm, I for one, am super proud of. Uh, if I could just pat our station on the back, I love what we did as a radio station. I think we provided top shelf Cowboys content. Word up! And we did it uh, obviously on the radio. Uh, we did it online at 1053thefan.com. We did it with videos, both at 1053thefan.com, and then on our brand new Ben and Skin YouTube channel. Subscribe to that, ho. Which we're super stoked about. And so thank you to our entire squad. Thank you to Tim Collins. Thank you to Ted Nichols Payne, everybody who went out there. We're happy to be back, and it's time to play some football. The Cowboys get going tomorrow night. That'll be right here on 105.3 The Fan. Our pregame coverage begins at 5 o'clock. The game will get going at 8 o'clock. Cowboys are in San Fran. Tomorrow night, the Rangers will be on the AM signal. 
Uh, but uh, tonight they'll be on FM. They're in Milwaukee. We'll visit with Jared Sandler at 6.15. And we've got a lot to get to to get you ready for this show. And, you know, we we, uh, we might get back into some uh, of the travel adversity and what we went through. Let me just start with this. In terms of tomorrow night's game, do you guys – do you guys want to see Dak play? Do you think it benefits him to play? How much should he play? Where are you guys on Dak playing tomorrow night? As I remember every uh, preseason game number one of all time, I don't know how much it benefits him to do load left, load right three times and punt, but maybe. I mean, why not, right? It's a, It sucks It's uh, Zach will be out, for example. Um, but for me, I guess I'm just uh, – for me, I don't think they're going to do anything that would get him hurt, you know. So if he wants to go out there and touch a football for five minutes, great. If not, whatever. Okay. So if he's not throwing a pass, I'm with you on that. I don't want him to do anything where he has to drop into coverage or anything. We'll see I a guess screen. If he takes three snaps from Travis Frederick in a game, that would be a change over last year, and so that would be good for continuity and chemistry. Yeah. Great. Right. But I, I don't want him doing anything out there that gets him hurt, especially when Zeke's not there to pick up blitzes and those types of things. I don't want him throwing the ball risking injury in any way because there's nothing he could gain from playing in this game that would be worth costing them the whole season. What do you think? Uh, last night in the Ravens-Jaguars a preseason game, Gardner Minshew, who's the backup quarterback for the Jaguars, got his head nearly ripped clean off. Here's the difference. In practice, they can't tackle the quarterback. In preseason games, they can. So I don't really understand the point in sending him out there tomorrow. Preseason game two, three, I'm okay with a little bit of time. You need to see a little bit. But I wouldn't mess with it tomorrow night, to be honest, Guys, given what we know is behind him. There is a little mm. bit of, a, I guess you could say it's news breaking. Let's, this is oh let's yeah, call it breaking news and hit the sponsor. Yeah, let's do it. Shippy. This following breaking news report from Ben Rogers is brought to you by the Radio.com Sports app and Indeed.com. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. What's the deal? I'm a big fan of uh, Mike's, uh, Michael Silver. Uh, 13 plus years at Sports Illustrated. He's just a salt and peppery older guy who's got a kind of a smart aleck disposition. I, I find it to be quite likable. Raging uh, alcoholic. I, was, I, I like him sir. a lot. I've really enjoyed the tone of his tweets the last couple of days as well. If you follow him, you know. You've heard him on our show. He kind of talks like this. You guys are crazy. I mean, I'm out there laughing it up, having a blast with all these NFL players, you guys. And that's not an accent. <laughs> it's not an accent. That's his throat just tired yeah. from all the I gotta, smoking. Yeah, I got to get there. I'm smoking a cigarette in the inside of my throat right now. I once had sex with 20 people in front of Dennis Rodman. So, uh, Michael Silver's a blast, and uh, man, he has kind of rocked the sports world with a with a thread on Twitter. Now it's it's twenty tweets about Antonio <laughs> Brown, and it's kind of a new way to break a story. He's breaking a story via Twitter. He's writing the whole column via Twitter. It says thread number one. Even before suffering bizarre injuries to his feet, Antonio Brown alarmed Raiders coaches and teammates by railing against the NFL's enhanced enforcement of helmet regulations. A policy change which will likely force the star receiver to switch to a new model. Brown's vocal resistance to the mandate both during OTAs and shortly after his arrival at camp in Napa has contributed to a disconnect with the team that acquired the seven-time Pro Bowl selection via trade with the Steelers in March. According to four sources familiar with Brown's current absence from camp, which dates back to last week, Raiders coaches and players are concerned that the receiver's unhappiness regarding the helmet issue may be playing a role in his decision to stay away from Napa. Okay, I, I want to follow up on this because we had Donny on about a couple months ago, and he did a story with these 
these uh, researchers in the San Francisco, Oakland area that were going to roll out new helmets that could prevent head injuries moving forward. So if that's the helmet that Antonio Brown is bitching about, it's like new science to try to protect their own brain pan. Number four, Brown initially left to seek an additional medical opinion on his frostbitten feet. <laughs> Before leaving, Brown pushed back a third time against the league's prohibition of the helmet model he's worn for his entire nine-year career. Five, his continued frustration surrounding the situation has created a buzz among teammates and coaches, who, one of whom referred to the saga as, quote, honestly the most insane thing I have ever heard. Welcome to life with AB. I don't know why it's so important to him. It doesn't make any sense, end quote. Number six, the pushback began in May when the receiver was informed by the Raiders that the NFL had officially eliminated the one-year grace period for certain helmet models, including the one worn by Brown, which had fallen short of laboratory testing for head impact severity. Yeah, that, that's what I was talking about. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm texting Donny to find out if the Raiders are that team, but he did this extensive research on all this, and this is to actually protect the players, mm-hmm. like new science to actually help these dudes out, and it sounds like Antonio Brown is rejecting it. This meant that Brown and 31 other players who finished 2018, uh, including star quarterbacks Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, would have to switch to the approved helmets now. Eight on a conference call with reporters earlier this spring. Jeff Miller, the NFL's exec VP of Health and Safety Initiative, said that any team found to have a known player, uh, found to have known about a player wearing a banned helmet or to have facilitated the use of one would be subject to league discipline. Each team's equipment manager had been instructed to remove all banned helmets. All of this was conveyed to Brown at the team's training facility a few days before the start of Phase 3 of OTAs, the first time players are allowed to wear helmets on field during workouts. When he showed up for the first OTA, however, Brown requested his old helmet. After being told he'd have to wear an approved model, witnesses say the wide receiver loudly voiced his displeasure, complaining uh, that QBs such as Brady and Rodgers were not being subjected to the same scrutiny. Shortly thereafter, Brown stormed out of the facility in protest over the helmet. Later that day, Raiders officials found video footage of Rodgers during the Green Bay Packers OTA session wearing an approved model helmet. <laughs> they texted it to Antonio Brown. Oh, why did they do that? They should have texted it to him. The following day, Brown showed up in an, uh, in, uh, at camp and acted like nothing had happened. Except, uh, oh, this was at, this was at their uh, OTA. He acted like nothing had even happened, accepting the new helmet from an equipment manager without protest. And he went ahead and completed the workout. Dude, that is a crazy narcissist behavior. And if you saw, we talked about the footage of him or the the clips of him when he was talking on that uh, LeBron show, The Shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, he exhibits all of those qualities yes. where he'll just espouse crazy stuff and then not even acknowledge that he said all the crazy stuff. Sometime in the next couple of weeks, Brown once again tried to take the field with his old helmet, <laughs> which he had since had repainted with colors approximating but not completely mimicking the Raiders' silver and black design. What is he doing? It's his old helmet. His actually, he had it personally painted. This uh, is my helmet. He was Don't told, take my helmet. He was told the helmet is not allowed, and once again he acquiesced and wore the new model. Before Brown arrived at training camp last month, coaches and teammates believed the issue had been resolved. But Brown, who practiced on his tender feet for only two <laughs> days before leaving Napa to seek another opinion, tried yet again to sneak his old helmet onto the practice field, ultimately being told by team officials to remove it. Quote, he's still freaking out about it, said one Raiders player. He hasn't been here for a while, and no one knows where he's at. All of this has created an aura of mystery and uncertainty surrounding the receiver whose highly productive tenure with the Steelers ended after a stretch of turmoil and dissatisfaction that dated back to last December when Antonio Brown was benched for the season finale. Since joining the Raiders, Brown has frustrated his new bosses by showing up late to numerous meetings and by often appearing unfocused in those meetings. 
According to witnesses, he typically glances at the screens of several tablets and his smartphone during meetings, distracting himself by engaging in activities which include perusing his bank accounts and liking photos on the gram. Finally, according to one source, quote, the meeting thing isn't that bad, but the feet, the helmet, uh, and going dark, that's an issue. Man, good luck. Crazy narcissist at work. Who's the guy who went on The Masked Singer? He did. Uh, I guess if he's still good enough to justify it. So here's what I want to ask you guys. Uh, and I know, Ben, you've watched. I don't know, KT, how much of a have you watched. Is, is, I haven't seen it yet. I've been is AB a on. big focal point of it? Yeah, huge part. I've only seen one episode, but um, they sh- they talk about his feet. And I don't think they admitted that it happened in a cryotherapy chamber. They didn't. The, it wasn't out yet. In the yeah. first one. But he was out there trying to work on his feet, trying to run and stuff. And they were, he was going through private workouts. And they didn't mention the helmet yet. I can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I heard uh, Kavanaugh today in the G-Bag Nation talking about all or nothing. You know, Basica was going through some of the clips from that, and I, I agree with Kavanaugh where he said, uh, look, if you're going to take cameras behind the scenes of an NFL organization, it doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't. None of that matters. I'm in. It's interesting. Yeah. And I was kind of held hostage in our hotel room because, like I said, I, I only had HBO or pay-per-view. Uh-huh. And so I just watched whatever was on HBO. And I'm so glad I did because it was fantastic. I mean, I'm locked in. I'll watch every episode of that now because it was so really good. I hadn't watched it in like a decade. And the end of last year, we started watching. I watched some of that Brown stuff and they had the big, giant, fat line coach. It was so much fun. And mm-hmm. there was Baker and all that was fun. I'm going to get in on this. I- I'm very excited. This A.B. story is nuts. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 